Hello and welcome back to the Nourish with Purpose podcast. We are doing the Cook With Me series today and making a healthier chocolate pudding. I'm really excited to share this recipe with you because it's one that I crave pretty frequently. I would say for sure after meals. I always just want something a little sweet after supper and this satisfies that craving. So you are going to only need seven ingredients for this recipe, very minimal equipment or utensils and we're gonna jump into it. I'm gonna start by listing the ingredients you're going to need, and then I'll get into the tools or the utensils that you're going to need for this as well. So you are going to need cacao powder or cocoa powder. It doesn't matter what you get. I get the Better Body Foods. It's in a bag at Walmart. You can also just use Nestle's cocoa powder. You're gonna want coconut milk or coconut cream. Either one is fine pure vanilla extract. I am also using some sea salt and bovine gelatin. If that freaks you out, use regular gelatin. I'm pretty sure all gelatin comes from an animal and it's just kind of gross to think about, but I use the Perfect Supplements Bovine Gelatin. It's also a collagen protein. I can link that below and the link to get it on Amazon so you can check that out. But again, you could use any gelatin that you could find at the grocery store. I just like this one because it's a high quality gelatin and it's from a trusted source. You are also then going to want some sort of natural sweetener. So I'm going to be using a date syrup. Mine is from the brand Devosh. I can also link that below. But again, you can use maple syrup, honey, agave, monk fruit, coconut sugar, and if you don't have a natural sweetener, you can use white sugar. Um, That is just not what I would consider a natural sugar, but it's still going to work just fine. So the tools you're going to need is I have a smaller bowl. You just want a bowl that can hold about a cup and a half of liquid, and then I have a spatula to mix that with. And then I have a fourth a cup and a cup and a half a cup measuring um, cup. Oh my gosh, how many times can I say cup? And then I have a one tablespoon and one teaspoon that I'm using to measure. Outside of that, you are just going to need a pot. Think of something that you would boil water with on the stovetop. That is the same type of pot I'm using for this pudding. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. You are first in the smaller dish, you are going to put a half a cup of your coconut milk. All right, so pouring in just a half a cup. And then in the stovetop dish, you are going to do two cups of coconut milk. So you can see we're just separating the liquids. You'll see later why I'm doing this, but two cups in the stovetop pan or pot, I guess. I need to work on my verbiage for what these are all called. Um, But two cups in the pot and then a half a cup in the smaller dish.
Okay. From there in that stove top pot, you are going to do one teaspoon of your vanilla extract. Then you are going to do a half a teaspoon of sea salt. And then you are going to do one third a cup of your sweetener. give you some time to do that. So again, in this pot, you're going to be doing your vanilla, your salt, two cups of coconut milk, your sweetener. And then if you are ready to move on to the next step, you can go ahead and do a fourth a cup of your cocoa or cocoa, however you prefer to pronounce it, powder in that stovetop pot as well. Okay, so from there, you are going to take that stovetop pot and put it over your stove, and we are going to turn on that burner. I would say go about as high as you can. We want to bring this mixture to a boil, and then once it's brought to a boil, we're going to add in our other little bowl that we're going to do here shortly. So mix that around as it's on the stovetop. I would recommend getting a whisk, something that you can make sure that cocoa powder gets all blended in with the milk. We are currently remodeling our kitchen, so I needed to get this in before we tear out all of our cupboards tomorrow. It's very exciting, also very stressful because I cannot visualize construction things very well and so when they're talking to me I just kind of feel like I zone out because I just I'm usually a visual person but it's hard to visualize what our kitchen is going to look like but nonetheless hopefully within the next month things will be kind of back to normal in my kitchen and I will have access to my stove I'm a little worried because uh, sourdough bread might look a little funky <laughs> I probably will be driving to my parents to bake my bread, but I'm not really too worried about it. We've been wanting to redo our kitchen since we moved into the house, so the fact that it's happening and we have people that are able to be here to do that is a huge blessing. So, very excited for that, but we do have our cabinets ordered. Obviously, those will be coming in in the next like couple weeks, which is really exciting, and then yeah, we will, uh, for the most part, have a kitchen. And I'll get a new sink, which I'm so excited about, new windows. We live in an older house, so to be able to spruce it up a little is, is really fun. And this is our forever home, so we know that investing money into doing things like this is absolutely worth it. So we're very excited about how that's going to turn out. But Okay, so the mixture on your stovetop should about be boiling. In this other little dish that just has a half a cup of your coconut milk, you're gonna do one, or sorry, you're gonna do two tablespoons of gelatin, and then you're gonna do one teaspoon of gelatin. 
and then you're gonna whisk that together as well. So you're gonna notice that your gelatin starts to bloom, is what they call it. It gets thicker, it gets a little bit harder to stir. That's a good thing, that's what we want to happen. And you always wanna separate your gelatin before you just add it into a pot, so that's why we're mixing it with coconut milk here first before we add it to the stovetop mix because otherwise it can get kind of funky. And we just wanna make sure that your gelatin is going to help stabilize the pudding as it's in the fridge. So putting in that gelatin, go ahead and mix it right away and bring your pot down to a simmer. So we're no longer trying to boil it. Make sure you get all of that gelatin in. And you want it to be really mixed around. You're gonna notice that if it's not, especially like if you're not using a whisk, you'll probably have clumps of gelatin and notice that some parts of your pudding is clumpy and then other parts of it is a little bit softer and we don't really want that. So that's why I say it's important. You get it nice and mixed together. All right, so once that stovetop mix is all mixed together, it does not need to be super hot now. Remember, we brought it back down. I am going to actually dump this into that smaller dish that I had. I didn't tell you to get a super large one, so if you don't have room to dump the stovetop mix into that dish to make pouring it into your jar easier, no problem. You can kind of makeshift that and do what works, but I'm pouring it into a glass dish so that way when I pour it into my little containers that my pudding is going to set in, it is an easier pour. You can really use whatever. If you want to keep it in that stovetop pot, you absolutely could. It's going to take longer to get hard because it's in a boiling pot and you want to be careful when you put it into your fridge that it doesn't like melt your your shelves so probably not the best recommendation but if you've got limited bowls you can definitely make that work otherwise i am just going to now in this dish that i transferred the pudding mix to i'm going to pour it into these little mugs that i have i'm doing about a fourth a cup in each you're going to notice that it makes roughly four servings three to four servings Last time I did this, I made it into three servings and it felt like a lot of pudding. But again, depending on what you're using or if you're just keeping it all in the same container and you're just gonna scoop out pudding that way, you can definitely do that. Okay, so now your pudding mix should be in all of those little containers or maybe it's just in that one container. Again, whatever you're doing, you are now going to either pop it into the fridge or into the freezer. If you have the time and aren't like, okay, I need to eat this ASAP, I would recommend that you would just put it in the fridge, but I'm actually going to put mine in the freezer or one of mine in the freezer because I want to eat this ASAP. Um, it takes probably, um, in the freezer, it only took like 20 minutes for it to harden last time but in the fridge it'll probably take an hour or two so just make sure you know it's it's going to be firm on top but i truly thought you could only buy jello from a box for a very long time 
with the exception of my grandma who would make homemade jello and it was like unbeatable. I'm not gonna say this tastes just like hers because she's one of the best cooks I've ever met, but I do think it is really, really similar. And I just like that I'm using a gelatin source that I trust. Again, I'm gonna link that below by Perfect Supplements. You can get it through Amazon, but use what you've got. Don't feel like you need to buy an expensive supplement just to make this recipe. Get gelatin somewhere else and just have fun with it. You could also top this with a coconut whipped cream if you are lactose intolerant. Otherwise, whipped cream and some raspberries or strawberries would be delicious to put on top or crumbled up graham crackers. Again, I'm going to probably make mine into a graham cracker, a chocolate pie with graham cracker pie crust for Christmas. That sounds very delicious. So I hope you enjoyed this. Very short, under 20 minutes, that's what I always promise. Not a main dish, but I thought that this would be a fun and kind of festive dessert to make together. It has a very similar taste to hot chocolate. And so if you have any hot chocolate lovers, I put mine in a little coffee mug or a little, yeah, I guess it would be a coffee mug. And it looks so cute and very on brand for the holidays. So I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please let me know if you make it, tag me if you make it, share the photo with me if you don't use social media, however you want to. I just love to see your version of these recipes. That's really fun. So if you haven't, I just encourage you to leave a rating and or review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm always so grateful for you and grateful that you're here and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.